the we're going family style deal. Because I want a bite of your Big Mac. And I need some of your quarter pound. I'll try your filet of fish. There's a deal for every friend group at McDonald's. Order any two classics for just six bucks. Price of participation may vary. Single item at regular price cannot be combined with any other offer. Sometimes life can feel like a pressure cooker. From our work life to our personal lives and relationships, there's so much to balance. It's easy to feel weighed down when you're experiencing anxiety, stress, or sadness. Guess what? You are not alone. Support is all around you. No matter where you are, all you need to do is ask. Let us help you find a community at churchescare.com. Churches are communities of care. Go to churchescare.com to explore the possibilities. Churchescare.com. Welcome to Seek Reality with your host, Roberta Grimes. Author and attorney, Roberta Grimes, will explore and illustrate how she, after an extraordinary experience of light in childhood, has discovered channels of communication to the afterlife and how these implications have an effect on our everyday lives. Please welcome the host of Seek Reality, Roberta Grimes. Oh, my dear friends, welcome to Seek Reality. I'm Roberta Grimes, and I'm delighted that you can be with us today. I try not to admit my failures, but one of my personal failures is the fact that I cannot meditate. I'm sorry, I can't. Back in the 70s, my husband and I tried to learn transcendental meditation. It was a big thing for him. And he became a meditation star. To this day, he meditates for half an hour every day before lunch. He used to be kind of high strung, but he's much more peaceful now, and he swears that meditation is the reason. On the other hand, I spent a few days at that time, way back in the 70s, trying to take meditation seriously, but then I gave it up. And that was way back, you know, decades ago. He still teases me about this sometimes when I tell him, look at all the time you're wasting, a whole half hour a day, and he tells me, well, look at how you're so hyper. So... Anyway, maybe we can now begin to resolve this marital issue I have. Um, But I just have to say, frankly, I'm a meditation washout. And it's embarrassing to admit that because more and more I'm teaching spiritual practices and empowering people's spiritual growth, but I still can't meditate. I tell myself it's not necessary, but sometimes I wonder if I'm right about that. So I've invited a meditation expert to share with us today both why meditation is important and helpful and how perhaps we could learn to do it more easily. 18 months ago, Kelvin Chin was our guest on Seek Reality to talk about his book. This is really a great book, Overcoming the Fear of Death. Before I met him and listened to him and read his book, I was sure the only way to overcome the fear of death was to learn enough to be sure about an afterlife. But that's not his approach. Kelvin's approach is to be to, is to help people who cannot believe in an afterlife to nevertheless become peaceful about the fact that all of us will die. But in reality, his métier is meditation. He once worked in international law, but now he's a stress management and meditation expert and has been, he's been teaching meditation worldwide, worldwide actually for more than 40 years. So when I told him I was a meditation dropout, he said basically, oh, that's nonsense. And he volunteered to join us today to discuss common mistakes in meditation. But first, he's going to tell us what meditation is and why we ought to be doing it. Welcome, Kelvin. I'm delighted that you're with us again. That's great. To, great to hear you and uh, be on this show with you, uh, Roberta. You're cracking me up already uh, with your introduction. 
<laughs> I know he thinks I'm silly, but that's, you know, part of the fun of doing this work is, is we, we get to be a neophyte. And I really am in a neophyte in this area. And I'm learning right along with everybody listening. Now, tell us about your background. You started to meditate when you were still in your teens, right? Right. Yeah, I was a teenager when I first learned meditation. And uh, much like your husband, I got involved uh, and yourself in the 70s with uh, Transcendental Meditation, TM. Um, as taught by Maharishi Mahesh Yogi at the time. Uh, he had taught the Beatles to meditate in the late 60s and so forth, and I had learned several years after that. Um, I, I, I should I, just I actually, interject. Yeah. He's the one who taught us, too. I mean, yeah. funny yeah. little man. He's the one who taught us, too, but right. I'm, I'm sorry. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's what and, you're and, doing. And so uh, I was actually taught with that organization uh, for about 10 years, eight or 10 years, and then I was an international leader with that organization, actually. Wow. Um, and, um, but then I, I moved away uh, from it when they started going in other directions, basically. And I, I, I stayed with the meditation, and I have since removed the cultural and religious overtones and connotations and the aspects from the teaching and the practice. And so um, I call my practice Turning Within Meditation. Now, but it's a, it's an easy, effortless process. I've actually made the technique even easier than what I used to teach in the '70s. So, um, yeah, so it's 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 a very uh, easy, eyes closed process. I've made it more flexible. Uh, you mentioned your husband's doing it for like you know he's gone for a half an hour. Uh, I have people doing it 10, 15 minutes twice a day, eyes closed. That's it. That's all you need to do. It's it, I've made it more flexible, easier technique and so forth. So we can get into that. Well, maybe you can teach him to, because one of the things I tease him about is, of course, uh, half an hour a day times 40 years. Look at all you could have done if you hadn't been meditating. <laughs> and and uh, but, but I am coming to respect meditation as I really never have before. But you were 19 or something when you started with the Maharishi. Yep. Yeah. And so why did, what made you at that, if you can recall, why did you sure. get started so young? Oh, I absolutely recall like it was yesterday. I was 19 years old, and I was at Dartmouth College. I know you went to Smith. Is that right? That's right. Yeah. Yeah, and, we're practically uh, neighbors, you and I. Yes. I know. <laughs> so I was, I was, I was up, uh, up the road, up Route 91. Those of yes. you who know the geography in New England, <laughs> and uh, and I was really, and as you know, uh, Dartmouth, not unlike Smith, very high pressure college, and so I was really stressed out. Bottom line. And um, a lot of pressure. And, uh, you know, unlike a lot of students, some of my other colleagues, classmates, I actually had to study. So other, some, of, some of these guys, yes. they, they go to class. It holds you up, doesn't it, when you've actually got to do yeah, the work? Yeah, actually I, have I have to, the same problem. I actually had to read the material. And some <laughs> yes. of these, they'd already read it in private school or something. I went to a public, public high school. And, totally. you know, so, so it was very stressful for me. And, and when I learned meditation, it washed it all away, all the stress away. And my memory improved. Um, I was able to concentrate better after my meditation. And we'll talk about how that's a common mistake in meditation. Uh, the, the meditation technique should not involve concentration, should not in, contr in control, control and focus, should not involve that. But it does help to help focus and concentrate after you're done. So that, those are the huge takeaways from me immediately. So you were a young man trying to get through Dartmouth, and this was back, 
you know, when um, it's college was a lot more serious than it seems to be now, we really <laughs> did have to work hard. We really did have to get excellent grades because we wanted to do go somewhere in our lives. So you were stressed and you were just looking for a way to relieve your stress. And That's it. The, and my Harishi was hot back then. So you said, oh, you know, I'll just go try this. And yeah. you did, and you found it helped you relieve stress almost immediately. Immediately. And interestingly, in terms of the Sikh reality themes of, of your shows, which obviously I'm very familiar with, um, that was how I started. But then it opened up this whole spiritual um, knowing myself kind of uh, vista to me that... Uh, who knows what you know when 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 and if that would have opened had I not learned meditation. Well, that's way. another excellent point. There actually, I find as I I hear from people every day. Sometimes I spend most of my day just trying to answer com comments and and emails from people. But I hear more and more from people who come from all different directions towards spiritual growth. I was just reading this morning that uh, there's a record exodus from churches people are seeking but they're not finding it anymore in churches or even comforted to think they might find it in churches so this is a moment when everyone is basically seeking at some level and and you find this is one very useful intro if you haven't been spiritual before if you begin to meditate it will begin to help you orient yourself spiritually i don't want to put words exactly in your exactly because uh, the phrase that I use is knowing thyself, and we've—it's not my phrase, you know. We've, you know, we've heard that phrase for thousands of years. Know right. thyself, go inside. It's kind of a Greek notion. Jesus said it, as you know, and you and I've had lunch together and talked about, you know, Jesus and his notions on this. It's knowing thyself, going within the kingdom of heaven, within the going within oneself to know thyself, enhance one's self-knowledge. And so, uh, you know, in addition to relieving the stress and anxiety, deepening sleep, you know, balancing emotions, all that stuff, it enhances self-knowledge. Well, that's the crux of any spiritual pursuit, whether it's religious, uh, whether it's non-religious spiritual pursuit, it does not matter. That's the crux of everything is going within oneself, which is why I call this turning within meditation and knowing oneself those nooks and crannies, so to speak, of ourselves better and expanding the conscious capacity for our experience. That's well, the that, critical notion. That's beautifully said. But don't you find that a lot of people are afraid to get to know what's inside? What if they don't like what they see? Well, exactly. And so that's why the, the stress and anxiety compo component of this meditation technique is so critically important because you're right. Sometimes people have fears of different aspects of themselves. Right. But what are, those, what are those fears based on? Fear, I always say, and you remember from the last segment we did together, fear is the emotion caused by the anticipation of unhappiness. Well, if we can reduce those elements that could potentially cause us unhappiness, then our fears go away. And that's what the meditation technique does. Wow. All right. Well, that's really huge. Um, I the thing here's the thing that I have had and we'll, we, we need to take a break in about a minute but mm. when we come back we'll, we'll be talking a lot more about what comes out of meditation how people um, are, are developing their themselves getting to know themselves by, by meditation um, I think that part of the problem for many people has been that that meditation as we learned it as you and I learned it decades mm. ago seems so foreign to Westerners I mean right. they, 
they gave me a mantra which I was supposed to chant, and I had there was no relationship to reality in the mantra. Frankly, I I just right. couldn't see that any of it made any sense. So mm -hmm. just the fact, I mean, just as I am stripping away the false Christian teachings from the truth that Jesus came to teach us, so you're stripping away the false religion from the truth. You can that 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 uh, we we've been ultimately, I think, been given by many people to learn. We'll be right back. This is Seek Reality with Kelvin Chin. We're just getting started. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the Exxon Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. You have heard of the X-Zone? Now watch it on Simo TV. Plus 500 video games, live TV channels, free video on demand, worldwide, and more. Does this sound like tomorrow's television? Well, it is, but you can have it today, right now. It is Simul TV. Simul TV offers what the others only wish they could provide. 15 exclusive channels like X-Zone, Sci-Fi, and Horror. We are worldwide. No other provider offers that. 500 built-in video games. No need to have an extra expensive system. We have them included. Free video on demand. Live streaming events from around the world. Interactive online network and much more. Tomorrow's TV today. Simul TV. Sound too good to be true? Well, it's not. You can have Simul TV today. Sign up at simultv.com. Do it today. We live in rapidly shifting times of extreme volatility and uncertainty. Such profound change brings a unique opportunity for the evolution of consciousness. I'm Gwilda Wiecka, host of Mission Evolution Radio Show, a program that explores the latest scientific developments and deepening spiritual truths supporting human evolution. Join me on xzbn.net, where I interview leading experts in science, physics, medicine, spirituality, and more. By applying divergent viewpoints to leading-edge topics, we uncover expansive and evolutionary truth to assist you on your path to enlightenment. More information and past episodes are available at missionevolution.org.
Impact to Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes and Kelvin Chin. And today we're talking about meditation, which is something I really never wanted to talk about because, as I said at the beginning, he thought it was funny I said this, but it's true. I'm a meditation washout. I'm like a failure at that, and I hate being a failure at anything, so I tried to ignore it. But you can't ignore it. Um, Kelvin Chin lived for a time in Austin, so he and I did become friends. We went out to lunch and so on, and I became open to the possibility that um, meditation might be useful. And now I'm confronting my fears, and Kelvin is helping me do that. Now, one of the first things that that um, you said when in the, the emails we exchanged as we were going forward with this is that um, it, you, you stripped away all the religious stuff, and and you think that was very important, right? Yes, absolutely. It's. I think that it's. Let me just first say. I think it's logical why there are so much religious and cultural trappings, I call them, around meditation, um, but they're not necessary. It's logical why it, it, why it occurred over the millennia, because where did they come from? It came from out of certain religious traditions, whether it be Vedic, whether it be uh, Sufi in the Middle East, whether it be Buddhist, whether it be Christian, quite frankly, uh, whatever the tradition that it came out of, those people who were doing it and then teaching it, obviously they tend to wrap it up in their cultural and or religious traditions. So it's logical why it, why it, why it kind of occurred that way. But I always thought, you know what, I'm a, I'm a world citizen type of guy. And it, it's like, does it really have to be so isolated in that religion or that culture or whatever? Isn't it really a mental process that every human being has? Yes. And so, so I... As you say, I, I, I removed all of the religious and cultural trappings from the way I teach it. And now it, I've taught 20 people from more than 25 countries. Now, every religion, I've taught Buddhist monks to meditate. I've taught Christian monks and priests and nuns oh my goodness. to meditate. So, and they still do their other meditation. There's no conflict with what I teach. I tell them, just don't mix techniques. And the, and the Buddhist monks would all come back to me and afterwards and they say, wow, we get more out of our Buddhist meditation in the monastery now after doing your technique. So it, it, wow. it, it's really uh, um, independent from religion, culture, whatever. It can be anyway. And I argue that I think it, 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 it works even better that way because you don't have all these other associations and trappings. More and more, I think we're coming to see that religions of all kinds were a passage, part of the, the spiritual growth of humanity, and we don't need them anymore. And the main problem with religions is they are all based in fear. Meditation is one of the many techniques to be used to raise your spiritual vibration away from fear and toward love. So if you are meditating purely from a religious standpoint, it's sort of like you know, stepping on the, the brake at the same time you're stepping on the gas, it, 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 it retards you really considerably, which is, so it's not surprising that these already spiritually oriented people, Kelvin, who, who hear that they don't need to do whatever magic things they were doing. Um, it's no, no question that they would be able to step right into what you do. So what is meditation anyway? What is it? Can you describe it in like a sentence or two? What is it? So I would say the meditation process is, first of all, eyes closed in terms of technique. We can get into more about the technique in a later segment. But uh, eyes closed, 10 to 15 minutes twice a day, 
allowing the mind to experience itself in a different way that we happen to be labeling meditation, is what I tell my students. We could call it anything. We could call it uh, making popcorn or whatever. You know? <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't matter what you call it. But what happens is the mind experiences itself in a different way. And the way that I describe this is it expands, it allows the mind to expand beyond what I call the supermarket aisle. I call it, you know, we walk down the supermarket aisle in the supermarket and we're thinking, do I need almond butter? Do I need bananas? Do I need broccoli? Uh, where are the apples? You know, yeah, we're yeah. making decisions, right? That's our focusing waking state mind. That's an appropriate process that we all go through. I call it the supermarket aisle mind. Okay. But most people incorrectly think that is their entire mind. That is not our entire mind. Our mind is much more vast than just the part of our mind that makes decisions to, to do things, like the supermarket aisle. So what the meditation does is allows our mind to expand beyond the supermarket aisle and open up these vistas within itself to allow our mind to be more creative, to be more powerful. It, 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 it allows us to feel more self-confident. Why? Because we realize we're much more vast than just the supermarket aisle mind. Now, the way this would fit with what we've been talking about on Seek Reality, everyone, is that we know that when we come to Earth, this is only one of, of course, many lifetimes that we live. When we come to Earth, we leave behind most of our eternal mind, and we re-access re it almost immediately after our bodies die. So I guess what I'm wondering, Kelvin, mm -hmm. is, is that what we're accessing, that more of our eternal mind? Yes, that's a, that's a, that's a good way of putting it. So, so that's... That's a, that's, a, that's a different way of languaging basically the same thing I said. So, so yes, we are accessing more of these other expanded areas of our mind that, we, we, that, we, it, that it's even difficult to define in language because we don't, we don't, first of all, most people don't experience this on a regular basis. Second of all, you know, the, the people who label things <laughs> haven't gotten around to experiencing it or studying it. So whatever we want to call these different nooks and crannies, I call them, these different vast areas of our minds, that's what the meditation opens us up to. And it has very practical effects in terms of not only our own inner self-confidence, but from a spiritual standpoint, opening us up to other aspects of ourselves, perhaps memories of past lives, perhaps uh, psychic abilities, perhaps intuitive abilities that we don't normally have, uh, but connecting with ourselves in, our diff in this different way. And the key element, I think, that gets overlooked, and it's so simple, Roberta, and you and I are in sync on these, the, these little sim simple points that are so profound, which, are, which is simply that it connects us with ourselves. And that's, a, that's rooting us, rooting us in ourselves. Uh, you know, grounding us within ourself, then, then we can expand to any expansive area of the universe we wish to. But if we're not completely grounded within ourselves, I tell people there's always a slight fear that we may not be able to get back into ourselves, you know, into our body. Really? Really? That right? is, that's a fear? Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we need to be grounded. So, so many people in spiritual pursuits, they want to, oh, I want to get out. I want to astral project. I want to get out to this other oh, place. Yes. I want to get out here. You know? And, and that, that's fine as an objective. If you want that, you know, not everybody wants to do that. But 
if you really want to get really out into other areas of yourself and the universe, you need to be fully grounded within yourself first. And that's what my technique does. Okay. And so, all right, well, that would make sense um, it, if you're accessing. So you're telling me, though, that people who become good meditators, and we'll talk in the next segment about what can go wrong and therefore what can go right and how long this stuff takes to get and so on. Obviously, I was have, being a dropout. I can never talk about that stuff. But um, what you're saying is that people discover abilities they didn't know they had, like an ability to to access other lives or to um, to astral travel or to become psychic, to know things that they otherwise couldn't know. That comes out of yeah. meditating too? All of those things could. It's not, and every individual, as you know, we live in a free will universe. So what does that mean? We are all individual. I call, the phrase I use is we are sovereign entities. That means Roberta Grimes is different from Kelvin Chin. We may have similar interests. We may have similar views on things. We may have different views on things. We are unique, sovereign minds. We each are. And, 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 and so what the meditation does is opens us up to whatever is good for us, whatever is useful for, for, for Roberta Grimes, whatever is helpful for Kelvin Chin, the personality known this time as Kelvin Chin. The meditation opens us up in that way. And so it's unique to individual to individual, but yes, we can open up to any and all of those things that you, 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 you mentioned. Here's the visual image that I give people, which is real quick. The visual image is most people are thinking that their, walk, that their mind is this, it's analogous to this little eight-inch plastic bucket with about eight or ten ping-pong balls bouncing in and out. And those are like their thoughts, the ping-pong right. balls. Yeah, right. but, but really, but imagine that down on the 50-yard line of this huge, vast, uh, Colosseum that seats a hundred thousand people and you're in there and it's empty You're the only one person in there and you look way down there in the 50-yard line on the football field And he says the inch plastic bucket and it's got a little desk lamp over it So that's all you're aware of the rest of this huge Colosseum is is not lit up the lights the electricity is not working What the meditation does is takes us out of our little eight-inch plastic bucket allows the mind to explore itself. It's still exploring itself, the vastness of itself, turning on the light switches, turning on the light switches, 500 feet this way, 100 feet that way, 1,000 feet this way, 5,000 feet that You know, it just, and of course the analogy breaks down because the mind is not a physical structure, but that gives people a, a, an image about what meditation does and where we are mostly starting out in this little eight-inch plastic bucket, most human beings. So, but it, this continues as you meditate more and more, you get, you get more and more of the lights turned on. Is yes, that what you're, you're turning, Yes, exactly. And, and eventually, so, so you can see where the term enlightenment kind of comes from, you, wow. you know, in the way that I use this analogy anyway. And so you're lighting up more of yourself, more of your mind. We are so, we, we perceive ourselves and we experience ourselves, most of us, the seven and a half billion people on planet Earth, in a very limited way, what meditation does is create a, a, a more unlimited experience of ourselves. And, 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 the, and the, the wonderful thing, the truly beautiful thing is that we're only just getting started, but what can go wrong right at the start? Obviously, what went wrong with me? Roberta Grimes will be right back.
from our broadcast studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, to the world and beyond. You're watching the Exxon Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net. You have heard of the Exxon? Now watch it on Simo TV, plus 500 video games, live TV channels, free video on demand, worldwide, and more. Does this sound like tomorrow's television? Well, it is, but you can have it today, right now. It is Simul TV. Simul TV offers what the others only wish they could provide. 15 exclusive channels like Exxon, Sci-Fi, and Horror. We are worldwide. No other provider offers that. 500 built-in video games. No need to have an extra expensive system. We have them included. Free video on demand. Live streaming events from around the world. Interactive online network and much more. Tomorrow's TV today. Simul TV. Sound too good to be true? Well, it's not. You can have Simul TV today. Sign up at simultv.com. Do it today. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone radio show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the X-Zone broadcast network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. Rob McConnell here, presenting an overview for Nicholas Paul Jinnix, author of a fascinating book, Amen. It presents facts revealed by Egyptologists, facts that enable us to understand why Amen is the beginning of creation of God. It provides recommendations for religious leaders of the major religions to unify their beliefs and teach the word of God, love one another. Amen informs people how mankind conceived God, it was the Egyptians that developed the concepts of a soul, a hereafter, and son of God. And finally, after the worship of many gods, they conceived the belief in one universal God, the maker of all there is. For more information, visit www.futureofgodamen.com. That's www.futureofgodamen.com. Seek Reality. This is Roberta Grimes, and today we're talking with Kelvin Chin about meditation. I am learning right along with you, and it fascinates me to see what I could have been doing all this time, but, but didn't. The problem I had back when my husband and I in the 70s went to see the Maharishi, and we had to go to, I think, California to do it across the country. The problem I had was that it didn't make sense to me. Um, they, they, it, it was, I think, because it was being framed in in religious terms, um, I just, I rejected it. And 
I wish now I hadn't, but obviously that's in the past. But what you've done, Kelvin, is to take out the religious aspects, right? Is that the difference? What's the difference between transcendental, the transcendental med- meditation and garden variety, I guess, meditation? What would, what yeah. would, is that the difference? Well, it, well, let me talk about that a little bit. So, yeah, because um, as you know, I, I taught transcendental meditation for 10 years and then I moved away from the organization. And uh, rem- as you say, I removed the religious and cultural trappings from it. But I also made the technique itself easier and more flexible. So I don't I haven't taught TM uh, just to be clear. I have not taught TM uh, for about 35 years, and, but, but for about 10 years, I did teach it. Um, so I give Maharishi credit, first of all. Like I always say, I like to say this publicly. I give Maharishi Mahesh Yogi credit as a spiritual revolutionary, I call him, on planet Earth. Um, and he's come back a number of times in this spiritual revolutionary role, uh, not just as Maharishi, but as other uh, spiritual teachers over the millennia. Uh, but his, his role typically is to come back and shake things up, and 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 make things a little bit easier and more um palatable you could say for uh the general populace the general population so he he i credit him for making the technique of meditation uh easier than 99 percent of the other techniques out there which tend to involve focus control concentration clearing the mind you know, pushing thoughts out, all the all that stuff that you've heard of, that everybody has heard of. Um, I made the technique easier, the TM, uh, uh, and so I don't call it TM. I've removed the religious and cultural trappings from it, um, and I've created more flexibility with with, with the process. So um, I changed the the technique uh, in, in that way, I would say. But most techniques out there do involve some form of clearing the mind. Mindfulness is the technique that most people are hearing about now just because the media has has jumped on that term. Um, John Kabat-Zinn, who is a religion professor uh, at the University of Massachusetts in Amherst, is credited with coming up with that term. But he's a Buddhist. And mindfulness and the whole notion of being mindful is a Buddhist uh, practice. So mindfulness basically is a secularized form of Buddhist meditation. All Buddhist meditation, doesn't matter whether it's Zen Buddhist meditation or mindfulness type type of meditation, involves some form of focus, focus on the breath, focus on this, focus on that. Um, I'm is, a that proponent the, is that what the mantra fo- was about, Kelvin? Is that what a mantra, mantra how you say and, it and is? There are, and there are mantra meditations many mantra meditation techniques out there in the world, they often involve focus on a mantra. Uh, yes. or, a, you know, uh, or you could use a mandala. You could use, some techniques use a candle. Uh, they're externally focused. Uh, Sufi meditation involves dancing and so forth. So there's all these different forms. M- uh, my technique is an internal eyes closed meditation where if somebody sees you, they see you doing it in the airport. Terminal. They have no idea. They think, "Oh, Roberta's just taking a nap or whatever." <laughs> right, right. Alone. But, but, but there are, there's a wide variety. The the key the key uh, issue is they should involve no control, no focus to be most effective in 
in, in turning on what I call the opposite of the fight or flight switch that each individual, all of us have. And that's what's going to immediately lower our anxiety, balance our brain and our blood chemistry, and expand our conscious capacity for experience beyond the supermarket aisle we talked about. Uh -huh. because, because if there's focus, here's, here's back to that visual analogy that I gave about the 8-inch you know, plastic bucket. If we're focusing and controlling our breath in meditation or anything in our meditation, focus and control, we're staying in that plastic bucket. We're keeping ourselves in the plastic bucket. Okay, we are not allowing it. ourselves out of the plastic bucket. That's I a get critical it. component of any, of any effective technique is to allow the mind outside the eight-inch plastic bucket. Now, here's the thing. Some people will, will, will experience some form of mindfulness uh, meditation, and they'll go, wow, I, it was amazing. I felt so much more relaxed. What happens is, notwithstanding the focus on the breath part of their technique, they inevitably will allow the mind to get outside the eight-inch plastic bucket a little bit. So they're like a foot, two feet outside the eight-inch plastic bucket. They've never been outside the eight-inch plastic bucket. And they go, wow, that's amazing. Yeah. What, I, what I'm suggesting is if there's no focus and control in the technique, then you can get 1,000 or 12,000 or 100,000 feet outside the eight-inch plastic bucket. Okay. Okay? Make sense? So yes, so so people like my husband who have been doing this for forty years, probably their mind has gradually, or their ability to explore beyond the bucket has expanded over that time. That's because right. He still finds it very satisfying, and it's yes. it's essential to his day. And maybe it sort of happens in spite of ourselves if we've. That's a great point. That's a great point. So so here's the thing, this is part of how I changed my the teaching of my of the technique. Uh, in my teaching, because I started seeing, you know what, people are naturally, as they continue meditating, allowing their mind, their evolution of their own technique, in a sense, they the, in the mind inevitably, and this was a, a key element that Maharishi talked about, and yet I I made the technique match up with this, the 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 the, the element of allowing the mind to go where it wants to go. The mind is gonna do that. And so I said, why not match up the technique even more with that? Yeah, because that is sense. the default, right? And so, right. so even a Zen Buddhist monk in a, in a monastery, meditating for 15, 20 years, will the mind, his, his or her mind will eventually do what you just described. So I said, why not fast forward this and yes. make that part of the technique? Absolutely right. Oh, that makes perfect sense. Now, what are the mistakes people make that maybe make it harder to meditate? I think the biggest mistake is is what I just mentioned, which is focus and control, concentrating, thinking that they have to somehow, even on a subtle level, have to clear their mind or push thoughts out. That was so, my problem exactly. Yeah. Yes. And it's okay, a subtle does thing. does not go away, yes. Yeah, thoughts are bad. You know, you hear that all the yes. time. Thoughts yeah. are bad in meditation. Um, even trying to relax is a form of focus and control. So this is common in guided meditations. You're at a yoga class, you're at a workshop uh, for a weekend or whatever, and, they, and somebody guide, does a guided meditation. I'm not saying that you cannot get some benefit from a guided meditation. Absolutely. You got some YouTube, you got an app or something that guides you through. Can you get some benefit? Absolutely, yes. 
But what is it essentially, even on a subtle level doing? It, there is control involved. You have to pay attention to what they're saying. Obviously, it's not a guided meditation otherwise. Totally. So what does yes. that do? It keeps you in the plastic bucket or near the plastic bucket more than a technique of completely letting go does. Now, wow, that's that's, now the, te the technique that, that I the technique that I teach is not just sitting there, you know, letting go. But but that is a critical component of it. Okay. That is amazing. What else do we do that makes it harder to meditate? I think I think the trappings that we've talked about, all of the ritual that needs that people think needs to go along with it, whether it's a certain kind of incense, a certain candle, a certain lighting. I'm a proponent of wherever you can think you can meditate, you can close your eyes, you should be able to do it. And it, you don't have to be wearing certain robes, you don't have to shave your head like I do. I shave my head not, by the way, just to be crystal clear for the audience, I shave my head not because of uh, <laughs> of meditation, I shave my head because of male pattern baldness. Let's just get yes. get that right out of the way. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> right. and and so and so seriously, um, it, it, you don't need you don't need special books. You don't need special scriptures. You don't need special anything. What you need is your human mind. Do you have a human mind? Yes, you do. So if you have your human mind, you can learn to meditate regardless of how active your human mind is. How many, in other words, how many thoughts that you, you people come to me all the time. They say, you know, I know meditation is good for me. I need to learn it for this reason or that reason lower my, my blood pressure, you know, improve my healing. I want to increase my T-cell count because I have this illness. Everybody knows, knows it's beneficial. And they come to me and they say things like that and say, but I don't think I can do it, Kel. I don't think I can do it because I cannot control my mind. My mind is always thinking. I said, first thing I say is not a problem with not the way problem. I Not a problem, wow. <laughs> Kelvin teaches meditation worldwide. Um, but he's not. He teaches it at a distance. It's like being read by a medium at a distance. There mm. is no distance in in reality. The only place distance exists is in this very limited material universe. So it makes sense that Kelvin, that you'd be able to teach meditation anywhere. Um, but it, it, is this something that you're finding more and more people are coming to you for? Absolutely, and and uh, especially as you say, as you're implying, um, with the internet. Uh, people find me, they search, they find my uh, turningwithin.org is my web meditation website. And um, people find me just by Googling meditation and stress or whatever the benefit they're looking for. And they find me uh, overcoming the fear of death. Uh, as you know, uh, I have another website, overcomingthefearofdeath.org. We're going to have, Kelvin, we have to take another break. And this is sure. the last break. But um, when we come back, we're, we're going to talk about how you can work with Kelvin, if you'd like. Roberta sure. Grimes, no Seek Reality. on Simul TV, plus 500 video games, live TV channels, free video on demand, worldwide, and more. Does this sound like tomorrow's television? Well, it is, but you can have it today, right now. It is Simul TV. Simul TV offers what the others only wish they could provide. 15 exclusive channels like X-Zone, Sci-Fi, and Horror. We are worldwide. No other provider offers that. 
500 built-in video games. No need to have an extra expensive system. We have them included. Free video on demand. Live streaming events from around the world. Interactive online network and much more. Tomorrow's TV today. Simul TV. Sound too good to be true? Well, it's not. You can have Simul TV today. Sign up at simultv.com. Do it today. The new nonfiction book, Razor of Madness, is similar to cult movies like Clockwork Orange, Dragon's Tattoo, or The Other Side of Hell. Wayne Morin Jr. and Thomas Lee Howe will expose widespread and systematic deficiencies in this thought-provoking tell-all novel. Mind control rages among scholars in law schools. Human rights are ignored while thought reform and mental manipulation are accepted practices used as behavior modification. Dr. Louis Jolion West comes to mind. Media and public scrutiny shows that United States mental hospitals are in fact destructive murder industries. Razor of Madness Exposé Novel details this epidemic through an in-depth professional and personal investigation. For decades, there has been a revolving door policy that still releases killers and pedophiles back into society. The maestro of mind control continues to haunt America to this very day. Razor of Madness is available in paperback or as a downloadable ebook at Amazon.com. The concept of a new age has been around since the late 19th century, yet much of its original meaning has been lost. What exactly is the new age? Is it a religion? A collection of obscure esoteric practices? A series of doomsday predictions? Or an astrological event? The New Age Chronicles is a unique, complementary publication bringing reason and grounded information to separate fact from fiction. Chock full of valuable information to support you as we make the monumental shift into the new era. You won't want to miss a single innovative issue. The New Age Chronicles newspaper is coming soon to www.newagechronicles.com. that I asked him a question he didn't have time to answer. So we're going to ask it again. Um, Kelvin, you're, you're teaching meditation all over the world. And I just, uh, explain please how you do this, how long it takes, um, how people could get in touch with you, all of that. Because frankly, I'm going to, I think, try it again with you. And I'm probably others are going to feel the same way hearing this. Yes, thank you. So um, yeah, I teach it virtually now, uh, live. Uh, I guess that's not the right term. So I do teach it live, not virtually. I teach it video conference and on the phone or Skype worldwide. And I also obviously teach it in person if I'm in the city where the people are. But, but in the last 10 years, because of the magic of technology and the Internet, I've been teaching most, probably 90, 95% of the people I teach I've never met face-to-face. I mean, they're in France, they're in Singapore, they're all over the United States, Canada, South America, South Africa, Asia, India, teaching meditation. It's interesting, Roberta. I'm teaching people in India meditation, <laughs> you know? Well, How crazy yes. is that? Australia, all over the world, uh, UK. Um, and so it's just a matter of time zones. And uh, I, I, I teach uh, 
five, seven days a week, days or evenings, depending on what people's schedules are. So, um, so yeah, it's 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 great now with um, with the with the magic of technology. But as I was saying earlier, people just find me on the internet either through turningwithin.org is my meditation uh, website. I have I have not, uh, three nonprofits, so uh, my my turning within meditation uh, is a nonprofit and. Overcoming the fear of death is another one of my nonprofits. Uh, I always have a, a KelvinChin.org as well. Just so people know, so you don't have to remember all of these uh, website names. All of my websites, you go to one of them, and or if you just Google my name, uh, you go to one of them, and the bottom of every page of every website has a link to the other three websites. I have four websites. Okay, well, that makes it very easy. Um, I just I, I want to say just briefly that overcoming your fear of death is very that's a really good book and a really good set of techniques that I would never would have thought would be possible. But I can see that by thinking very deeply about the fear of death and focusing on that fear and helping people overcome it is as important, perhaps, as making people convinced that there is an afterlife, because some people never can become convinced. I have already learned that. There are people whose fear is such that they can't get over the fear and start knowing the truth. So for people like that, I think your your technique is a godsend. Well, absolutely. And uh, I know we want to just briefly say uh, how the course is, is structured, the class is structured. But let me just say one sentence on what you just said, which is, a lot of people, a lot of my clients uh, come to me because they have fear of death issues or de death and dying issues, or they've just lost someone. And so I tell them that it's a two-pronged approach to deal with that. One is understanding, and you can, you know, reading my book and, and the materials, the blogs I've written and so forth on this, that's, that's the understanding approach. But the other prong of the approach is dealing with our brain and our blood biochemistry and balancing that out. The, the opposite of turning on the opposite of the fight or flight response, which is what the meditation technique does. So, wow. so that's the that's the, the complete approach to dealing with the fear of death issue. So it all fits together is what you're saying. This this right. ability to go deeper and expand your mind is part of the process of becoming at peace with whatever happens in your life. It makes you more powerful mentally than you can imagine. And I can see that would make sense. Yeah, it's it ultimately every fear dis distills down to the essence of what fear of uncertainty, because we live in a free will universe. That means which is beautiful, in my opinion. But that also means that we live in an uncertain universe. We don't know exactly what's always going to happen. And so we have to develop an inner security within ourselves, which is based on expanding our conscious capacity of experience of ourselves. Then we don't care about the uncertainty. It's like, bring it on. You know, we're good with it. I love it. It's a, this is a true empowerment. Nothing else is as empowering as being in control of your own fears and being able to choose love. So this all fits with what we've been talking about on Seek Reality, too. Exactly. Now, you told me that you were going to give the people listening a freebie, yes. and I love yes. that. Yes. So the, so uh, I, I want to give anybody, and this I will honor this indefinitely, even if you're listening to Roberta's show, I don't know, Years, two, from two now. weeks, six months, a year from now, two years from now. I don't care when you're listening to this, and you just tell me, Kelvin, I heard Roberta's show, and I will give a, a fifty dollars off the, my lifetime membership fee. So I charge people one time, and I give them a lifetime of follow up. 
And so uh, they can go on turningwithin.org and they can see how it's structured because it depends if you're a student or a senior citizen, if you're working adult and so forth, if you're uh, you know, high school and all of this. So I have different, um, different amounts because I want to make this available to people as, as soon as possible. And really, uh, all it requires is people to pay me $95 and then I teach them. And if they need to pay the balance in, through a payment plan, People do it, and they create their own payment plan. I don't care what it is. I trust people. So I'm all about getting people going as soon as possible. I actually, Roberta, happen to have a class starting this Friday, uh, July, uh, what is it, 13th, Friday the 13th, lucky Friday the 13th. Yes. And uh, Saturday and Sunday are the, are the two other classes. So uh, the classes are four-day classes, uh, about an hour, hour and a half each class. The first three days are always consecutive, and the fourth class is a couple of weeks later. But like I said, people will sit in on the class forever. After that, no charge, and uh, will call me and say, Kel, can you meditate with me right now? And, and we'll see if my schedule allows it. I, I meditate with people privately, and I don't charge for that. Wow. Okay. So this is this is affordable, and there's a freebie if you're listening right now. And um, I'm, I'm delighted. Kelvin, that we did this because frankly, I think I may try this too as soon as I can get a few minutes free to take do a, a class with you. Right. I think well, it's I, time. Also, I also teach private classes, Roberta. So if that works better for you, then it's just a matter of two of us scheduling rather than a group. I, I love this, Kelvin. It has been so good to visit with you today, and uh, please just consider yourself hugged. I can't give you a hug after lunch anymore, but I certainly can give you a hug <laughs> long distance. Um, everyone, Kelvin Chin, just go to kelvinchin.org and you can find all the good things he has to, to help you understand and grow spiritually. I love it. And as you know, of course, this has been Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes. And I'm really glad you could be with us today. Maybe you'll start meditating too. Please never forget that you are a powerful, eternal being. You never began and you never will end. And when you really get that, and you understand what's possible for you, it's going to change everything in your life for the better. Next week, our guest is going to be David Lowe, and he's an expert in all kinds of spirituality as it's understood and practiced worldwide. His book on that subject is called Universal Spiritual Philosophy and Practice, an informal textbook for discerning seekers. This is going to be his third visit with us and because he's an expert on dreams as well. He talked with us about interpreting dreams. He's going to come back next week and tackle lucid dreaming. And this is another thing at which I am a complete dropout. I don't know how to do it. I can't do it. But I'm interested and curious because I hear from people who can do lucid dreaming and what their experiences are pretty extraordinary. Um, so come, come listen to us next week. You're going to really enjoy David. He's, he's a gentle person with a very matter-of-fact style and very supportive. So uh, I think you're going to enjoy learning from him again. Um, We'll, we'll talk with you next week about that. But this week, our guest, of course, has been Kelvin Chin. You need to meet this man. He's tall. And that voice, imagine the person that goes with that voice. He was last here a year and a half ago to talk about his book, Overcoming the Fear of Death, which I think is a wonderful, wonderful 
um, most most uh, uh, extraordinary thing I've ever read in some ways because he doesn't tell people, you know, life is eternal, don't be afraid. He, what he says is, here's how to conquer the fear, even if you can't believe in an afterlife. Um, today he talked about meditation, and um, as I said, I'm a meditation dropout, but I realize now that the things that made me resist meditation were largely the spiritual, and, I mean, the uh, religious and cultural trappings. It wasn't the spiritual practice. So I think I am going to try again with Kelvin and see if I can learn to meditate now. It certainly has had a wonderful effect on my husband. I'm not sure we'd still be married if he hadn't started to meditate and begin to cool off. So um, now maybe my friend Kelvin uh, is going to be able to help me do it too. He says, I, my husband says I need it even more than he did. But Meanwhile, as you know, my nonfiction books are Liberating Jesus, My Thomas, The Fun of Dying, The Fun of Staying in Touch, The Fun of Growing Forever, and The Fun of Living Together. And for young children, The Fun of Meeting Jesus, and soon also The Fun of Growing with Jesus, which is going to be about helping children cope with death. You can order these books through bookstores or, of course, always on Amazon.com. And if you want to talk about anything about my books, about my guests, anything at all, you can always contact me through Roberta Grimes. I promise I answer every email. It's now at the point where it can take me as much as 10 business days to get to every email, but I still answer every email. Just please make sure I have your correct email address. Past episodes of Seek Reality are always available on webtalkradio.net or on iTunes or through the Seek Reality app that is always available for free in the iTunes store. Earlier episodes after a year are rebroadcast by the wonderful people at Dream Vision 7 Radio. And if you ever wonder where I'm broadcasting now, just go to the, the radio tab at robertagrimes.com. Meanwhile, this has been Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes. Please enjoy and please make the most of this coming week in our one reality, knowing that you are a powerful, eternal being and you are infinitely loved. Modern Esoteric, Beyond Our Senses by Brad Olson, consummates the lifeology story about where humanity originates. It is the lost continents, the primitive wisdom, the mythos of creation, and the rethinking of ancient history as we are taught in academia. There is much more to the story than what we have been told. As this is the first book in the Esoteric series, Modern Esoteric starts at the beginning of time and accelerates up to this modern age. Future Esoteric is book two in the series and takes a forward-looking position ahead of today with an open and honest examination of the ET issue and various unexplained phenomena. To discover the writings of author Brad Olson, visit www.bradolson.com. That's www.bradolson.com.
Are you or is someone you know struggling with addictions, depression, anxiety, relationships, low self-esteem, lack of confidence, grief, success, and prosperity? Do you know that your subconscious belief plays a big role in the outcome of your hard work? We can help you permanently change the beliefs that may be the reason for your struggles and failures. We care about getting you the return on your investment and the results you are looking for. We can help you be free of the limitations of your past and in realizing your highest potential. We work with people by phone and Skype. For more information, visit us at www.ritasoman.com. That's www.ritasoman.com. Do you think you have energy problems in your home? Do you feel better when you're away than when you're home? Joey Korn is a global leader in the world of dowsing who specializes in personal energy clearing and space clearing. He can help you create an ideal energy environment in your home no matter where you live in the world. Learn about his remote spiritual house cleaning services and much more at www.dowsers.com. You can get Joey's book, Dowsing, A Path to Enlightenment, as well as other dowsing books and tools, Kabbalah books, and Walter Russell books. Joey's work is really amazing. Go to dowsers.com right now. That's D-O-W-S-E-R-S dot com or call 1-877-DOWSING. That's 1-877-369-7464.